Welcome to Ales and Strange Tales Season 2. We are your hosts, Chris Moyers and Dan Stickney. Here we crack open a beer or two and share our listeners' tales and experiences of the supernatural, paranormal, and just plain strange. Plus, we'll feature local folklore, interviews, and our own stories and adventures. So sit back, pour yourself a drink, and dive into the strange with us. Welcome back to Ales and Strange Tales, Season 2, Episode 10. The finale. The finale of Season 2. And boy, do we have a caper for you. Well, it's not a caper, but it's an interesting... It's a good one. ...episode. <laughs> I we think so. We finally did an investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's probably been annoyed by uh, all the talk of not doing I've it. heard people are annoyed. <laughs> one of our fans yelled at me about it, so that was fucking... Pretty awesome. Anyway, we investigated the Tivoli Theater in Diners Grove, Illinois. Yeah. It's an old theater. Um, do you know when the fuck it opened? 1928. 1928. Lots of history there. Well, from, yeah, from what I heard, it was the first to do color. I think that's what the nice lady that let us investigate the place said. Yeah, somebody said that. So that's Color movies in this area, anyway. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the history, and um, then we'll go into what we did in the investigation, and then we have an interview with, uh, the what did you say, the manager? The manager, general manager. General manager of the Tivoli Theater, and she gives us uh, some insight of the hauntings that happened there. Her experiences. Her experiences, other people's experiences as well, I believe. Something like that. We got something on camera. Yeah. And possibly some audio. And you guys can decide if it's paranormal or not. Yeah, it's up to you guys. It's pretty cool. We think it might be. We don't know exactly what the hell we're seeing. So I want to believe. We are X-Files. We want to believe. <laughs> anyway, what are you drinking today, Dan? Well, today I got me some Heineken. Heineken. Skunk piss beer. It's I like it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Very skunky, but I do like it. I haven't it. had it in a long time, and it tastes pretty good still. Five percenter. I think a lot of people know what Heineken is. Yeah, that's every fucking place they go to. Well, yeah, that's pretty good. I got uh, Hazy Little Thing IPA from Sierra Nevada once again. For some reason, I had God a full six-pack in the fridge. I don't even know where the fuck it came from. <laughs> so I just figured, fuck it, I will drink that. So I guess we will hop straight into the history of the Tivoli Theater. Not the Tivoli Theater, like some laymans would say. <laughs> Tivoli. We definitely don't say that <laughs> nah, ever. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> What history you got on that place, Dan? Well, the Tivoli Theater is a movie theater built in 1928 and is located at 5021 Highland Avenue, Downers Grove, Illinois. The theater was designed by Van Gerten and Van Gerten Architects. They sound Dutch. Yeah, something. I'm Dutch. And has 1,000... And 12 seats. I thought it was like 1,200, but still, it's a, a pretty big ass. It's a big theater. ass auditorium in there. It's really nice. First opened on Christmas Day, 1928. This theater was the second in the U.S. to open with sound movies. The first being the Brooklyn Paramount, inaugurated in November. Oh, wow. Since its opening, the theater has been meticulously remodeled to resemble a French Renaissance-style theater. 
There's a lot of awesome designs. I think we have pictures of those. Yeah, we got a lot of video videos. footage too. So you gotta check out the YouTube video that we put yeah, out on we'll this podcast. Get that up there for you. The Tivoli is a rare, large one-screen theater. It's yeah, it's pretty awesome. The big ass screen. Most of these older theaters have been quote unquote cut up in order to offer more screens, but the Tivoli is still intact. The building also includes a residential hotel, which we would love to investigate, but there's people actually living yeah, there. We were in the laundry man section, but that yeah. was about it. And there's been a few deaths and whatnot over there. Yes, there has been. Yeah. Wow. Damn. We got stories on that, don't we? From I uh, think so. Or at least we'll tell about them. <laughs> yeah, if they're not in there, we'll tell you about it. There's also a bowling alley and some other storefronts. The theater shows both first and second run movies and has live professional performances throughout the year. They haven't had any bands for, I think, since COVID. But I think they're looking to get back into that. Some bands that have performed include Los Lobos, Poi Dog Pondering, Big Head Todd and the Monsters, Neko Case, I never heard of them. Me either. And the Wallflowers. The Wallflowers, interesting. Yeah, owned by Classic Cinemas, that my brother works for. He was the one that got us into this place. Thank you very much, Patrick. Since 1976, they've owned that, and has an old but new. It's got new equipment. We were able to see. We went to the projector room and. Yeah, they got the new digital projector. Yeah. I guess is what it is. Those machines are pretty awesome. But they got the old school machine in there. Yeah, they got too, the old so real machine in there too. But man, these new ones like they need their own exhaust system and cooling system. They look it's hot pretty, as fuck up there. Yeah, yeah it it's was pretty wild. Toasting us up when we were up there. And uh, last year, a second screen with only thirty-three seats was added. We, we didn't, didn't get to see that. Yeah, unfortunately. yeah. We didn't go in there for whatever reason. But yeah, that's pretty much the history. Well, I got a little tidbit of history. Uh, we didn't know this until the manager told us about this. But um, April 3rd, 1947, at 10.41 p.m., approaching the Downers Row station at about 75 miles per hour, the eastbound Zephyr struck a heavy Caterpillar-type tractor, which had just fallen off a westbound freight train. The engineer, who later died from his injuries, told rescuers that he saw the tractor fall and immediately applied the brakes. At impact, the locomotive went airborne, Jeez. broke away from the train set, landed on its side, skidded through the station, and caught fire. Man. The first two cars jackknifed into an empty, empty office and waiting room of the brick masonry station building, which by chance had been closed early for the night, luckily. The freight train had just cleared the scene when all three tracks running through the depot were torn up. The response was fast. A signal man from the nearby tower went east and used flares to stop a westbound freight while a brake man from the Zephyr climbed out a window after the crash and went west to flag, the, uh, flag a following local passenger train. The fire department, police, and townspeople, along with a Boy Scout troop, quickly began giving aid. Police from nearby towns also came to help, along with state police. Now, here's where it relates to what we're talking about. After being given first aid at a doctor's office across from the station or in the lobby of the Tivoli Theater, yeah. the injured were taken to the Hinsdale Hospital or Copley Memorial Hospital in Aurora. Two died and 
more than 30 were injured. The train's engineer died three days later. So what they did was they used the Tivoli Theater's lobby as a triage to help the injured and dying. So right there, you got some shit going on. All that energy. All that energy is all cooped up in there. And there was multiple deaths up in the hotel part uh, above the theater. I think she said five. Five deaths. And she was there for one. She had to identify one that died there. Very grueling details she was talking about. Yeah, it's very hot up there. Um, and this guy, he was a, like a out of state truck driver. Yeah. And he didn't pay his uh, rent for a few days, and it wasn't common for him. Right. So she uh, did a well care welfare well-being, check. Well being check. Right. Welfare check. Welfare, whatever. And then um, <laughs> they found him dead up there. It's been about ten days. Yeah. So when she went up there, shit that's supposed to be attached to his body was no longer attached yeah. to his body. It was coming off. Basically melted. Melted off his face, <laughs> his whole body. And she had to identify that. Probably by clothing would help. and Something. Uh, I forgot what she said. Yeah. She might talk about that in an interview. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if sure. we got that on there. We'll be playing that for you at the end of this. But wild stuff. So there's deaths. Yeah. Lots of injuries. Um, oh, and remember she was talking about... I don't think this is in the interview either, but um, the one mom and the child. Oh, that's right. The mom died for some reason, and the kid just thought it was she was sleeping. And yeah. Then, and then the maid came in and walked like, around her body, yeah, like cleaning. vacuuming around her. Don't wake up, mommy! I'm like, oh my god, that's, <laughs> that's like a horror movie. That right there is a horror movie. Yeah. This happened right above the theater that we investigated. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! Like. So that's wild. Yeah. Jesus. So let's get into what we did in the investigation. We have video footage that you're seeing right now. So we get there at, like, what, was it like 11 o'clock, 11.30 at 11:30, night? 11.30, we got there. I think we started at 12. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a movie that Thor was still playing or something. Right. So we met Pat there. He's the one that got us to, uh, to able to uh, investigate this place. So we met Pat outside, went in, and we met the manager, uh, Linda, I believe Linda. her name is. Very nice lady. Yeah. Very cordial and let us investigate everything. So at first we went up to the projector room, right? And it was running because the movie's still going, so it was kind of loud up there. We did some audio recordings, and this is when Pat got the video, right? Or was it after when we went up the second time? Uh, I want to say the second time. No, we went up there twice. We yeah. went up there when the movie was going, then we went down to look around, and we went back up there I, after the movie I was could over. Be wrong, but yeah. And we got some audio of knocking, right? Am I, I, someone thought, was it me asking if there's any spirits up here or something? Yeah, well, you ask. well, you, you're like, just knock three times if you're here. And, you know, Pat says he hears the knocking after you said that, but then, like, I don't know, 20 seconds later, he's like, I, I don't know what those clicking sounds are, but right after he says that, you hear a, Let's play the audio for him right now. Yeah, check it out. Just knock three times if you're here. I just heard that clicking sound. I don't know what that was. Now, see, you can could, you could obviously hear the knocking, right? Yeah, I hear it. You, got, you might have to listen pretty, maybe a couple times, but you will hear it. It's and not that faint. 
And then we got the let's uh, put the video footage of uh, what Pat filmed. Now he's got this weird effect on there, so it's hard to tell what. Yeah, you're it was a at. Snapchat. I think he said effect just because it, it was dark as hell, and we don't have night vision. We're yeah, not that cool. It's a bit dim up there, but as you can see, that there's like there's no reflection. There's nothing to reflect off right no, there. No, not a, a, even like before he goes to it. You'll see him. You see him. Uh, looking at us, but then as he turns, you see the little black dot fly. There's like I don't know what that is. I, I don't think it's even a, a flare or, cam- or a camera lens flare or something because we don't have our cameras out. Yeah, or phones for that matter. Um, and I don't think there's any bugs. There wasn't any bugs flying Not around. Not that I saw. I don't no, know. Shouldn't be any. What that is, but then that goes with. You see it flying by, and then he turns, and then you can. Just see, like, where he's looking is actually a, a, a maybe like a five-foot hallway. It wasn't that long. Okay, And then yeah. there's doors. There's a set of doors. It's like a screen door and then just a wood door behind that. No glass. Nothing to reflect. Nothing at all. But you will see that there is a human shape that appears. Yeah, in the video, I'm going to keep replaying it as we talk about it, so yeah. you really get a good insight of what we're talking about on that. It looks like a reflection. It looks like somebody holding up a phone, but to, to my eyes, his there, you could kind of see an arm up, and if it was Pat holding his phone, it would be directly in front of his face, and he's like, no, like I, I was holding it down kind of yeah. a little low, and that would be just stupid. Be Literally, like binoculars is what it if he had binoculars, yeah, you know he'd be scanning. But that's what it looked like to me, and I I see a human shape there. Yeah, I concur. So yeah. well, let us know what you guys think. The video's already been playing here, so <laughs> it's hard to tell. This is our first investigation, but that's something. I think it's something. We think cool. that's something. Let us know if you think we're full of shit. <laughs> I don't think we are. <laughs> so then after that, we went to um, the theater part. You know, where they the main show theater. the movies. The main theater. So what we did was we sat in silence in the dark for, I don't know, I'd say 10, 20 minutes, right? Well, quite a while. And Linda, though, did tell us that there were, she's seen shadow figures before. Yeah, this is where she really sees some stuff. There's she's, yeah. She thinks it's residual. I agree with her. Right. Just like people getting up out of their seats and walking down the aisle. You just see black figures doing that. We I didn't see it. At all myself. Not like that, no. But she's there every fucking day, and she's seen them. Multiple people have seen them. Just a figure standing up out of their seat and walking down the aisle. Yeah. And then me, we were sitting in the back uh, for the first couple of minutes, me, Pat, and Dan. And then me and Dan both think we might have seen something out of the right corner of our eye on the right side yeah. of the theater. And that's where I got she up, sees most of this stuff. I right? got up, and I'll, and you, we didn't say anything to each other. I'm like, I got up. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw something. And you were like, yeah, right. To the right. To the right of where we were. Oh, like, exactly. To, like, yeah, on the right side of the theater. Yeah, so out of the corner of my eye, after I look, I didn't see it, yeah. but... A few times, though, it happened to me. Yeah. Then we started moving around. We went to the behind where the screen Backstage. is. You know, where the stage is, yeah. yeah. So we went up on the stage. We're looking around there at the crawl spaces and everything. Didn't someone die there, too? They fell off. That's what she said. They fell off, and then I guess one guy hung himself. As yeah, well. you'll hear that in the... It's kind of a rumor. The interview there. And Pat did, I think I have audio of this too, uh, he went up to the stage while we were sitting in the seats, sorry, excuse me, 
he was by himself on the stage and asked if anyone, I think anyone was here. And I think you can hear actually very faint footsteps. To me, it sounded like almost a child walking. Okay. Like very small footsteps. Do we have that audio to play? I believe I have. I didn't send it to you, I don't think, but it's on my phone. If we so, have it, we'll play it right yeah. now. If not, we won't. <laughs> Anyone up on the stage? And then after we checked out backstage, <laughs> uh, we did go down to the dressing rooms downstairs. Yeah, that was cool. And then didn't Pat say uh, Mary Poppins actress was down there at yeah. one point for like a play or something? So I got some video footage of that that you're probably seeing right now. Uh, that was interesting. I wanted to explore more down there and just have me be by myself or something recording. That would have been cool. We didn't get to that, unfortunately. But as you can see, there's a dressing room area, the stairwell and everything. So that was interesting. And then after all that, um, I think we interviewed Linda. Yeah. Uh, we'll play that after this. And then we check out the bowling alley portion. Oh, yeah, the bowling alley, yeah. So after all that, we go down to the bowling alley. It's uh, downstairs from this place. Um, I swear I heard whispers. I think I kind of caught it. Yeah, I remember you telling me that On you heard my, something down there. I was taking video down there. And just sounded like, like weird whispering. But then I, I just don't know because it could just be I don't, anything really. But maybe we'll put that video up. And maybe you guys can hear it. Well, I'm definitely gonna be playing video footage of what I filmed in the in the bowling alley just so I can see what we're talking about. Yeah. And then that laundry mat area that I think I filmed. Oh yeah, yeah. That's part of the hotel. The hotel's upstairs from where we were. It's all the way at the top. Right. So this is the laundry mat area that you probably already saw. That's why there's fucking washers and dryers by a bowling alley, which is fucking weird. Yeah, it was kind of strange. <laughs> so yeah, it was a weird old setup. I think um, the entrance to the bowling alley is on the side of the building, though. I think. Yeah, to yeah. get in there. Yeah, we went through the auditorium. Um, well, through the lobby. Yeah. And then I got other sporadic video that you're probably seeing at the moment. Um, is there anything else that we didn't mention yet? Well. <laughs> Now it just came to mind. I remember she was talking about Gene Simmons. Remember that? Gene Simmons punk ass was there. Yep. I like Gene Simmons. I like Kiss. I'm not the biggest fan of I'm Kiss, but huge, I like him. I don't mind it, but I know I've always heard he's a kind of a prick. Uh, yeah, I heard he's an asshole, and she definitely concurs with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did, I guess he told one of the staff to shut up. Did he, like, put his hand on her face? Or, or on at least on her. He was, I, I don't know if he, I think she said he was in the theater, but he, like, I don't know, grabbed her and pulled her out. He's like, can you just stop talking? Yeah, like, <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> You're really annoying me or some bullshit like that. And oh, man. Yeah, so this Linda was there. Kicked his ass out. Yeah, she's like, You're Straight out. Straight away. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's very rude to do to the staff. You For can't be real. Doing that. And then they, you know, like they sent her, the, I don't know who the other lady was, but I guess they sent her, you know, a bunch of care packages and. Oh, yeah, Gene Simmons' team did make up for his asshole attitude. Yeah, it's like, man, wow. (laughs) It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all. I think he's a prick. A few years ago, I was there pretty intoxicated to see (laughs) Richard Dreyfuss do a talk, and they did a showing of Jaws, and I came a little blitzed, and then I was drinking Maker's Marks there for uh, (laughs) the showing of the... Of the movie and his uh, little lecture talk thing that he did. And after it, I got backstage somehow <laughs> from where he was talking. I saw him talking to his staff, asking how it went. 
And I was trying to talk to him, asking his staff what hotel he's going to be at. Oh, Made eye contact with Richard <laughs> Dreyfus, and then some guy's like, who the fuck are you? Get him out of here. Who the hell is he? And I swear to God, Richard Dreyfus saw me getting escorted out of the yeah. backstage area, wondering why my creepy ass is wondering what ho- hotel he's going to be at. That's okay. Hoping to have a beer with him, you know, without all the fucking hoopla around. <laughs> Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Sorry about Jesus freaking Christ. out, freaking Richard, but Richard. I wanted to talk to you. Yo, what hotel is he staying at? Yeah, yeah that didn't go well. <laughs> Some asshole had to realize I'm not part of the team. Maybe he was staying upstairs. He might have been. You never know. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> but uh, is that all we got on the investigation? I'm feeling, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're at 20 minutes. Let's play the audio interview that we have with oh, Linda. Yeah. And here we go. There were little things here and there that I would see or feel or whatever. And if I ever brought it up to anybody there, I was like, no, 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 you're crazy, whatever. Yeah. So I just started keeping it to myself. And then the, the biggest thing was when I would preview movies at night, I would see the shadow figures in the auditorium. Again, I didn't say anything to anybody, and I just kind of feared I'm getting older. I probably have, you know, like... Um, floaters in my eyes or whatever oh, yeah. going on <laughs> and then um, I was talking on my my one son I used to homeschool and he used to spend a lot of evenings here with me because we would go over homework or whatever and um, so he was sitting in my office with me one night and I got a phone call from one of the other GMs that had um, you know just started up um, a ghost hunters kind of club that he was hanging out with, mm-hmm. uh, amateur kind of stuff. And so he always knew of the ghost stories here in Legends and whatever, and asked if him and his group could come one night and mm-hmm. record some stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, I said, that, that would be great because I see shadow figures all the time. Yeah. And then my son looked at me and goes, you see them too? <laughs> I was like, well, I gotta call you back. You know? <laughs> and so then after him and I were talking, he, he saw exactly what I saw. And then afterwards, um, you know, we'd be watching things or whatever, and then he, he would just go, Mom. And I'd go, oh, down by aisle five or wherever. And he, yeah. <laughs> and then there was one time, and I, I know it wasn't shadow play because he would sit in a different part of the auditorium than me. Um, so it wasn't like we were sitting right next to each other. Mm. And so then there was this one night, we were watching, previewing the movie, and it looked like something stood up like right next to him but two aisles ahead oh, wow. and I saw it and I looked and he just like stood up came walking and he sat right next to me <laughs> I was like yeah I saw that too yeah, <laughs> she geez. said that was a little too close in my opinion I don't think the shadow figures in the auditorium um, are cognizant of what's going on. Right. I, I think they're residual. Right. I think, yeah. you know, it's just people getting up. Now, back in the day, and I don't know if you know this or not, Patrick, but there was a train wreck at the Downers Grove uh, train station right here. Yeah. Uh, two trains collided, one de- derailed, and our lobby was used as a triage. Oh, wow. There were a lot okay. of people that passed in this lobby All from the, that train yeah. wreck. Jeez. Huh. So, I mean, the building has seen its fair share of deaths. Yeah, it's got some history. Yeah. One of the histories is there was um, an usher that was unhappy 
and he tried to burn the building down Jeez. and hung himself from the rafters behind the screen. Oh, wow. And then the fire went out. <laughs> it was like this little three square foot area that actually burned. Um, and then there, there's another story of one of the guys um, was on a ladder changing light bulbs or whatever, and he fell to his Oof. death from the ladder. Okay. Um, I don't know if that one's true or not, but a couple of the people have come in and told me, oh yeah, well that was my grandfather or that was my father who huh. died. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Um, some of the other things, I was, someone calls my name. It's very clear, very yeah. quick, but very clear. Um, usually that's up in the booth. Yeah, that's right. And it's to the point where, you know, they call my name and I'll turn real quick, like, who snuck up in the booth with me? <laughs> yeah. um, and then if there's nobody there. So um, you guys probably noticed the portal windows. Mm -hmm. And when you look through them, the, it, you see a reflection. Yeah. yeah. So I always tell them, just... When I look through the portal, don't be standing behind me. Uh, yeah. I mean, me I talk out loud to them all the time. People would think I'm crazy. Because, <laughs> like, when I get in in the morning and I start taking the chains off the doors and everything, I walk in and I'm like, oh, good morning. How do you think we're going to do today? Yeah. kind of thing as I'm walking through. Um, I've had, home oh, about 10 years ago or so for the company Christmas party. I had fortune tellers come in, fortune readers. That's interesting. And um, they read each one of the employees and whatever. And then at the end, they, they had done me. And the one lady asked me, she goes, do you mind if I tell you something about the building? And I'm like, no, go right huh. ahead. And she was like, um, there are a lot of spirits in here. Yeah. And I said, well, I know of a few. And she goes, no, but they're very happy. She huh. says, they don't mean any harm or anything. She said, they're all very happy. I said, well, that's good. Yeah, that's very good. Like I said earlier, I've been here a lot of years, and if they had intended to do any harm or whatever, they probably would have done it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I think the one that story that stands out the most in my mind goes back again to my son when I was homeschooling him. We were sitting out here in the lobby right with aisle three. We had a couple chairs set up, a couple of the tables, and I was grading his homework. And he was like, Mom, I'm really tired. Do you mind if I call Dad, have him come pick me up? And I'm like, no, oh, go for it. I said, I'll see you at home after the movie's over. I said, okay. So he leaves, and as soon as he left, I kept getting my shadow play off to my right peripheral. And so I like looking down at the bathroom and then I'd come back and it would do it again. I was like, okay. Well, we have a great big mirror there. So yeah. I was like, well maybe like a car turning, the lights are reflecting in there. So right next right. time I see that I'm gonna look this way real quick. Yeah. And so it happened again and no car or anything. Huh. Okay. So then you get used to the building noises, the, the settling noise. All of a sudden there's like this knocking sound, like a knocking, scratching way down at the end. And again, I kind of like look down, I'm like, hmm, that's unusual. Like in my yeah, mind, I'm it. thinking. Yeah. And I kept getting louder and kept getting closer. It was coming like closer and closer and closer. And then all of a sudden it was like right behind me. Oh, jeez. Where I was sitting. And I was like, okay, that's enough for scaring me. Yeah, that's I said right. that out loud. And it got dead quiet in here. I mean, <laughs> creepy quiet in here 
And I was like, well, okay, now I don't know if that's scaring me more than the noise. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the regular building noises started again. And I was like, okay, just don't come walking out the door or something. It'll give me a gripper. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that one, like, really stands out in my mind. Because it responded to what I asked it to do. Yeah, you know? that's crazy. And then, you know, other assistant managers and stuff that have worked here, they've seen things from time to time. Um, like the shadow coming out of the ladies' room and going in through the door, and when they checked, nobody was there. Here. Yeah, here. So, and then there's been there was one time too, and it's usually at night that it happens mm. after hours. Um, haven't really had anything happen to me during the day, but there was one day I came in, and I heard the armrest flipping, and they make a very distinct sound. You oh. know when somebody's flipping the armrest. Yeah. And I was like, oh, who's here? And I walked, it was completely quiet, but when I stuck my head in through the door, it stopped. Hmm. And I was like, hmm, that's unusual. It's very unusual. Yeah. So I go, I turn all the lights on, I start my daily routine. I go to take the chains off the door, and what do I notice? There's armrests. Oh, there. yeah. Oh, and we put the armrests yeah. down that night when we leave. Yeah. So here were these armrests that oh. were up and everything. I was like, that's unusual. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, it's like, okay. Does that happen once or does that happen often? That was the only one time that I heard oh, wow. the unrest. Okay. Yeah. So, hmm. so that's about that's it. That's neat. You no, know, it's quite a bit. Wow. Thank you. And I, like I said, mostly at nighttime, but there have been some things through the day. And, you know, there's, there's times like even on the security cameras were. You know, I think I see something go past the security camera, mm -hmm. but then when I look, it's not there. Or if I back them up, it's not there. Oh, so it's weird. like, eh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm seeing things. <laughs> so have everyone that you talked to, only like a handful of people saw stuff here or heard things? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, not everybody. Some some people swear there's that they've been here for years, never saw or you know, experienced anything. Yeah, so people and are sensitive people to that. And other people are like, oh yeah. I guess we're not sensitive to it because we don't see anything. <laughs> I swear it's all maybe like a shadow on the right yeah, side. Yeah, I might have seen something out of the corner of my eye, but yeah. I don't know. It's usually, per yeah. usually peripheral. Yeah. If you're like watching the screen, it'll be something over here there, because when you turn to look right. at it, it's gone. That's why, like twice, I saw like, swear oh, something. Yeah. Say what? Okay, well, thank you very much for that, Linda. That was a yeah. pretty good interview. Very cool. And her... She's very nice, very insightful on all the things that she's oh, experienced. She's very detailed, especially like with her and her son and whatnot. Seen. That would be spooky for him when he was sitting down and saw the shadow pretty much in front of him get yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> like, that freaked the shit out oh, of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you so much, Linda, for even just having us there. Yeah, thank you very much, Linda. Thank you, Pat, for setting it up and yes, everything. Yes, Pat. Uh, we'll have more of these in the future. We have season Hope three so. coming in uh, who knows when, a but month or two. It'll happen. Three. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> and we'll have at least one. I would. We'll scrap something together at least. We'll have at least one fucking investigation a season. I would. Yeah. Hope so. And there's, who knows? There's gotta what be, we'll be next. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we got some ideas for the season three. Uh, you'll know what those are when season three arrives. Yeah. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. This is thank Chris you. Moyers. Dan Stig hey, and if hey, you got any stories, email us at alesandstrangetales at gmail.com.
Right. You can email us audio. You can type it out if you're a fucking psycho. Or find us on Facebook, too, Ales and Strange Tales. You can message us on there, too. Find this video for our investigation on Ales and Strange Tales on YouTube.com. Yes. And that's Ales and Strange Tales across the board. Everywhere. Everywhere. So look us up. Right on. Like us. Tell everyone about us. Share it with your friends, your family, your enemies. Everyone. If you really don't like us, definitely share us with your enemies. Definitely still share us. Yeah. (laughs) And rate us. Give us some five stars. Yeah. Wherever you're listening. Please do. Please. And that wraps up season two. That's it. This is Chris Moyers. Dan Stickney. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.